Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Welcome into the gas cast, little uh, episode 16. It's going to be a little post Super Bowl, little Super Bowl talk. Don't, 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 well, I don't know why you got six up there, but uh, is that 15? One five. <laughs> One five. I know, I know it's episode 15. I just, I was seeing six and I was like, Tom Brady really had six rings, but now he got seven. So we're going to discuss that. Maybe talk a little impact, a little early Super Bowl predictions, early division winners, and uh, maybe a little more. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, <clears throat> apologize to the goat. Apologize. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I would like to let the people know, if you are listening to this, usually Gabe's opinion is, is pretty, pretty credible. He fell asleep during this football game. So any <laughs> anything anything past the weekend's third song, Gabe has no can have no opinion on this. So you didn't even what see Tom Brady. I saw the highlights. You didn't even highlights. you didn't even see Tom Brady win this Super Bowl. So as far as I know, he didn't win this. I'm sorry I said the Chiefs were gonna win. I thought they were, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they did. Maybe we just don't know. Oh man, uh, yes, I'm gonna be honest. I had a maybe a couple too many beverages, and um, it put me out. It put me out. The last thing I heard was the weekend say, "I'm a mother star boy," and then I was done. Next thing I saw was them running out on the field. I'm like, oh, "Who won?" Oh, Bucks. And I saw um all three of Tom Brady's thrown touchdowns. So. Saw the matters. It wasn't really that many touchdowns thrown after that. Mahomes didn't throw one. Um, I think Fournette rushed for one, but I saw the main parts. Okay. We'll just well, well, well I, I just had to let it be known because yeah, nah. but yeah, you you didn't miss much. The second half was very it was boring. It was very boring. I was watching it like Mahomes got the got drove him down, it field goal, both teams had field goals, Lenny scored a touchdown, and then it was like, all right. Nothing's going to happen. And then from then on, it was like, all right, Mahomes has got to make his stats just not look awful. End up throwing for 270. But, I mean, 140 of those were in the fourth quarter just when no one's guarding anybody. So, maybe there's Dude. something to be discussed with that. Yeah, from the highlights, I could see that this dude was just running all over, getting chased constantly. The Bucks only rushed for I'm going to tell you this. You know, whenever a team gets smacked in the mouth and then you just see camera views of guys just, like, looking around like they were lost, like, what the heck is going on? This Sunday was the first time I ever saw that look in Pat Mahomes' eye. I think he was probably three for 12 at that point on his throwing. I think the Bucks had already scored two touchdowns, but – Obviously, this isn't a deficit that Mahomes hadn't seen before, but the way that the Bucks were getting after him, only rushing for, and then they were doubling uh, Kelsey and Tyreek, which I said, dude, just play seven on nine if that's what you have but to they, do. Oh no, I mean, I mean, I don't even, I'm not even a hundred percent sure if they doubled Kelsey because Kelsey, Kelsey ate. Yeah, he so did. He, they, but it was like. 
every time Mahomes really needed him, they double team Kelsey Evan Tyreek. They they basically said not not just Tyreek though. They basically said whichever sides Tyreek's on, we're just gonna play three deep, and you can't throw it deep at all down there. Like it's it's you don't want to punt it to them. Like that's literally what's gonna happen. You throw a deep ball. So it's like, all right, if Miko and Tyreek are on the same side, then you literally just can't throw deep at all. And then it's just Kelsey. And Kelsey wasn't enough. But if you looked at Kelsey's, if you looked at Kelsey's stats, you'd be like, oh, Mahomes had a good game. But then you look at everyone else's stats and you're like, hold up. What happened? Yeah. I mean, we predicted for like everybody to go over. Kelsey was the only one that hit the over. Everybody else yeah. was down. And also, it didn't help that they were dropping balls. Um, yeah. I think Tyreek had a touchdown, which the mm-hmm. ball went straight through his hands, hit him in the helmet. Um, Mahomes threw a pass to another guy. I think uh, Darius Williams yeah. ball flew through his hands. That's another touchdown uh, drop. And then, of course, everybody brings this up that the refs didn't help them at all with those calls. Um, the calls in particular, I'm talking about the one that was a tip pass that went to Tyron Matthew would have been an interception, but there was a holding. And if there was a holding, then there was a holding. And then with the one with Mike Evans where he got tripped up and it looked like he didn't get that much contact and he kind of just sold it. And they called pass interference. And some people were saying it's not a catchable ball. I think if he didn't trip, he had another step on it. I so, think he could have caught the ball. So the there was two Mike Evans pass interference. The one on the left sideline, it was – he wasn't going to catch it, but it was catchable. Like, he could have maybe got a hand on it or it had been just out of reach. But the one in the end zone, the one in the end zone, Tom Brady threw the ball, and – I don't know. It's not the backstop. What is it? I mean, it's just like it's just the the wall, the wall that the fans are on. Basically, yeah. it hit the wall. I mean, it, <laughs> it hit the wall. Like, I mean, that's 15 yards past the end zone, and Mike Evans has that ball is actually not catchable. Like, there was nothing there. If unless Mike Evans like turns into Tyree Hill and runs the quickest slant of all time, then he can touch the ball. But that's it. That one wasn't catchable at all. And they called it very quick, and that was the only call I was like, wow. Like, that one was, hey, Tom Brady's getting a call. But did that have a crazy impact? No. He probably would have scored the next play. And the game wasn't close. I mean, the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown. That's that's all you got to say, and the game's over right there. Like, there's no no possible way that Tom Brady wasn't scoring one touchdown. I mean, he, he was throwing – I mean, the weird thing about it was – you know, everyone said, hey, Tom Brady's going to the Bucks because they got Godwin and Mike Evans. Both of them had under 32 yards, and they won a Super Bowl. So Tom Brady just made it work. I mean, threw a touchdown to Antonio Brown, threw two to Gronk, Leonard Fournette ran it in. I mean, none of those guys are were elite this year, you know? like Or even on the team last done. year. <laughs> Besides, besides, no, actually, yeah, none of them were on the team last year. No, like, there wasn't a, there wasn't a, get this, there wasn't a guy that scored in the Super Bowl that was on either team in the Super Bowl last year. None of them. 
Chiefs didn't <laughs> score, and those three dudes scored. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. The uh, AB. AB yeah, was in drunk. the AB was in the AFC last year. Yep. Gronk Gronk was in the AFC last the retirement year. Retirement last year, in my okay. friend. <laughs> Ish, yeah. He he was in the AFC retirement club. Um, yeah. So no one no one from the AFC scored. I mean, no no one from the NFC scored, but the NFC won. So, I. It's a weird Super Bowl. It's a really weird Super Bowl. Indeed, indeed, it was. But it was a fun one. Like everybody came out. Christian Austin. Uh, shout out to you, Cubits, for hosting. Uh, Matthew Harrison, you guys are great. Um, it was a it was a fun time. It was such a great time. But man, we definitely did not see this outcome. I wonder, did Isaac hit on any of his bets? He made like thirty two score bets. No, did he hit he didn't. on any one of them? He didn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't these parlays, these parlays. And those those did not work. Like I, I wish I had just bet strictly on like solo game props because I would have done all right at that. But I when think I hit a couple, you you hit you hit a couple bets. But ah, gosh, man, it was it was a, it was a tough Super Bowl for gamblers. I'm not gonna lie, and a tough Super Bowl to watch the second half of. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as that Patriots Rams one, but it wasn't a lot better. It was. Yeah, so how are you feeling about? the Brady Mahomes debate now that this Super Bowl is done. What would Mahomes well, have to do to catch up? Like I like I said, it it uh Brady wins this one. It's damn near impossible for Mahomes to in my eyes get there. Now obviously, you know, Brady's a seven. If Mahomes ever gets four or five, people are going to start the argument that he is better. Now, should that be the case? No. But will it be the case? 100%. I have no doubt in my mind. So, but in my opinion, like Brady has seven rings right now. I think there's a decent chance he gets another one. And he's beat uh, Patrick Mahomes in an AFC championship. And now he's beating him in a Super Bowl. And so what are you going to say? So it at least has to be even for you to have the Mahomes debate. So Mahomes theoretically has to get seven. Then I can say, hey, Tom Brady has thrown six. He has six uh, Super Bowl game-winning drives and has seven rings. And Mahomes didn't play amazing in his first Super Bowl. Like he won, but it wasn't. It wasn't like all on him. There was a debate. Hey, maybe Damian Williams should have been Super Bowl MVP. So he has to win six, seven Super Bowls, but he also has to win it and be the guy in most of them. Be the main reason for it. So yeah, it, it's it's a tough, it's a very tough road ahead for him. But I'm not gonna doubt that he can do it because I mean, shit, he's been there twice already. Like. This is true. I was gonna. I was actually gonna say. I, I doubt that he can do it, but yeah, that is a good point. Three years, two trips. Um, that is that's a pretty good ratio for success. right. And then, I mean, and the other one, the other one, you lose in overtime in the AFC Championship game to the team that ended up winning the Super Bowl when your team lined up offsides. Like that was a very like your one fuck up not not happening from him being there in three straight. 
which is yeah. unheard of. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what's going on, but this I will say this AFC is gonna be deep and gonna be good for a while. Like it it seems like every every team in the AFC is trying to get better besides maybe the Houston Texans. And but they could it could it could be a tough road. Dude, it could. I mean, think about the teams up. So uh the Colts, they're in limbo because they have to figure out their quarterback situation. Um, you have, of course, the Bills. You have the Miami Dolphins getting better. The Titans can always be there because they have such a stud running back. And Tannehill is okay. Obviously, he isn't. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback, but he's getting paid like he is one. So here we go. We'll, we'll take it. Um, yeah, the Steelers, they'll always be around. The Browns have played a lot better. There are a ton of teams in the AFC. Ravens. How many 10-plus teams do we have? Uh, this year a lot I mean we had there was there's the seven the seven teams that made the playoffs in the AFC all had at least 11 wins and then you had the Dolphins not make it with 10 wins and I think I think that was it but yeah I mean the Patriots they're dope they're gonna figure something out you left out the Ravens which is insane because that's how deep that's how deep the AFC is um the Jaguars are about to get Trevor Lawrence. Now, I'm not – I mean, nothing, you know, who knows. But the last time there was a guy of Trevor Lawrence's thing, he took the Colts from two wins to ten wins first season. So, anything's possible. The Jets, maybe they can trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, so, there, there is a – there's a lot of ways that this can, this can turn out – I mean – Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's in the big ones. I on the I Bengals, don't know. Yeah, like the Raiders it, could be better. The Raiders, um, also, the Raiders I was were hot. Say the Chargers, the um, Chargers, the Broncos. Denver. What if the Broncos get a quarterback? Like there, oh, there are there. There's an endless amount of talent in the AFC, but Ryan Tannehill is a franchise quarterback. He's a he's not a pay you thirty million franchise quarterback, but dude, like these other quarterbacks that are getting paid. Come on, dude. Ryan Tannehill on that football team works. It works. Just won the division. It works. Now, is he a franchise quarterback if he had to throw it 35 times a game? No. But with Derrick Henry, you don't need that. And with Derrick Henry, another quarterback's not going to want to hand the ball off 30 times. So it, it takes it takes the right kind of guy to know this is Derrick Henry's team. But when we need him, he can make plays. Now, Tannehill's not making some plays to where I don't think they have a real shot at winning a Super Bowl. But he he's good enough to get you in the playoffs and get you a chance to do something. And all he needs is, like, two or three plays to go his way. Now, I don't know if he can make only, them, but it's just two or three. It's not – like, on that team, it's not – he doesn't have to make seven good passes. He has to make – Two or three plays, and if two or th- three of those plays are just giving the ball to A.J. Brown on the outside and letting him do something, it can work. Like He, he, has, he has those top-tier guys that can make a quarterback be much better than he actually is. I think the only way that the Titans make it to the Super Bowl is if they fix that defense because their defense was absolutely 100%. just broken. Like that, 100%. It, it didn't work. Um, if they can fix their defense, I think that Derrick Henry is as, 
much of a monster that he is. He can right. carry their offense there. And then, yes, of course, Tannehill making a couple plays. I think he's an overglorified game manager. But, hey, if you don't make mistakes, that is also a skill in the football, in the football yeah. world. Because we know many quarterbacks that can throw touchdowns, but they make a ton of mistakes. <coughs> Jameis Winston. So, you, you can't win throwing, turning the ball over all the time. But since he doesn't do that, shout out to Tannehill, I guess. I guess okay. you get to get paid. You're not on okay. my team, though. I don't care. Okay, how do you feel about Derek Carr? Derek Carr? Derek Carr, um, he was really good a few years ago, and then he kind of had a dip. I'm not sure if that was due to injury or not, but he played kind of better this year. He's like, I think he's a guy that could be the guy, but he has to show up. Okay, how much better? Okay, so there's a guy, there's this quarterback that everyone thinks is, hey, maybe he deserves like 35. Maybe forty million. There's big contract extension. Maybe top seven. Maybe top ten. Maybe top twelve guy. How much better is Dak Prescott than Ryan Tannehill? Dak Prescott versus Ryan Tannehill. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. In his earlier years, um, his first year especially, he was like a glorified game manager. He didn't throw a touchdown until like his fourth game. Um, I think that he is developing into a very smart player. Um, there are some throws that he hasn't made on a more consistent basis, but I think that he's actually, like, improving. I think Tannehill is, like, topped out. So as far as better, I think they're on the same level. Maybe Dak got a little bit better, but I think Dak Prescott has a lot of room to grow. Okay. I just – I had to – it's just, you know, I'm, I don't love Tannehill. I don't think he's, like, this great player or anything. But it's just a – Tannehill's on a much better, much more team-friendly deal. And Dak Prescott, he hasn't, he hasn't really run as much as he used to run. And he put up great stats the last two seasons, but it's been from behind or kind of meaningless stats. That doesn't have to mean he's not that good, but it can. And I, I want to see him. I want to see him this year with you know Zeke back. Everyone should be fully healthy. The line can't can't be as bad as it was last year. And we'll see how they do. Like in terms of winning, because I mean they're in like the worst division in football. And if he can't win that, then I don't know if you really should pay him long term. Is there any way they can um, can they franchise tag him for like one year? They can they can franchise tag him again. They can do it one more time. I I think that I think they should. I would one hundred percent franchise tag him. I don't know. I would too. I want to see how he plays um, in this division as well because I don't think that he's worth forty million dollars. I know Cowboys fans who don't think that he's worth forty million dollars, but right. that is what the market is for an actual good quarterback who you think is your franchise guy, and yeah. they don't want to lose him as their quarterback unless now, they're getting Deshaun Watson or something. But now. Ugh. If, if, unless as I just kind of shit it on Dak Prescott, if the Cowboys want to franchise tag Dak Prescott and he says, I'm not signing that shit, Colts, go <laughs> trade for dude. Go trade for him. Please, please do it. But anyway. Zach is so thirsty for a quarterback for the Colts. I need someone. We 
We were God discussing dang, Carson Wentz. He wants Carson Wentz to be no, his I, quarterback. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm. I used to like Carson Wentz. I am very unsure of what the hell what the hell the Colts need, and if the Colts get Carson Wentz, I could be wrong. I could be proven wrong and just be sad on my team. I don't want both those things to happen. So if we could like get somebody else, but if it happens, then I'll ride with it. But like, I, Deshaun Watson, just, just just Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, one of y'all just say, hey, I just I want to go live in Indianapolis. I want to go hang out with Pat McAfee. Let's let's get this show on the road. Come on, y'all. Just know Zach Brummett is going to be wearing a Carson Wentz jersey next year. Just believing in his no. team. Just no, I, I, will, I will not buy a Carson Wentz Colts jersey because I'm still rocking with my T.Y. jersey. I'll probably get, I'll probably get a J.T. jersey before I get anyone else, but because we might, we, we might not bring back T.Y. It might, it might be over. It might be done, though. But, uh, yo, sad. speaking of quarterback, so Deshaun Watson – uh, it's basically dependent on his team, but it's also dependent on this other team for this other quarterback. Who we did team. not know. Um, we did not know these rumors would be coming out. The Seahawks, Russell Wilson, not happy. Yeah, what's going? I don't. On? I think absolutely nothing is going on. I, they're they're not trading. They're not trading Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson is not asking for a trade. It's his. It's his team. Team number three, you know, <laughs> so many random people in that group, and they're all trying to start the pot a little bit. I'm, I'm sure he is a little unhappy. I'm sure he is. But he's not, like, trade me unhappy. He's like, hey, we ran our offense how we did it the first half, and it worked, but our defense sucked. And then as soon as we got a defense, y'all just said, hey, we're going back to our old offense. Let's run the ball and don't let me eat. And it didn't work either. So he's sitting there like, like, like figure something out to where I'm not wasting my prime years doing all this for nothing. So I get why he's, I get why he's potentially upset. I'm not even sure if he is. I think there is nothing to that and he will not get moved, but we got to get to this. Deshaun Watson clearly wants out of there. He's willing to do whatever he said. I won't even turn down most trades. I'll go anywhere. He's like, if anyone says, hey, I'm okay with being traded to the Jets, that means they want the hell out of Houston. They they want to get out so bad, he didn't care. He didn't care. Sean Watson he wants to out. watch his tongue about the Jets, man, unless he want a cursed career. Hey, Sean Watson goes to the Jets. I won't even slam over Jets. I won't. He'll I make will. He'll just... Dude, this is, this is a – this is a top uh, – let's do one, two. Watson. Top three quarterback. Yeah. Top three quarterback, like like clearly. And both guys make it happen wherever they're at. But the ownership, the GM – well, not the GM. They just hired the GM here. Really. But everyone else besides Nick Casario is a bum. They're just sitting there like, dude, we're not going to trade Sean Watson. We'll convince him. But they're not even convincing him. They they fired like the equipment manager he loved. They didn't give him. They didn't give the enemy an interview until after. They didn't. They didn't tell him, "Hey, we're about to hire this GM." Now I know that maybe like the uh, 
the quarterback doesn't get to make all the decisions, but he just signed a five-year deal and he said, hey, I just want you to tell me who you're interviewing and give me a 1% input. And they said, okay. And they didn't do it. They trade DeAndre Hopkins. He didn't know about it. They signed Casario. He didn't know about it. They signed a head coach. He didn't know about it. Like, I, it, it's just like they're not trying. I love that they're in our division. Like, this shit is just great. They just fuck everything they have up. That was like a couple years ago. I was like, dude, they have, they got J.J. Watt. They got Deshaun Watson. They got Will Fuller. They got DeAndre Hopkins. They got uh, what's his name? What uh, the running back Murray? No, no, fuck that dude. Uh, what's the keep the player? Oh, he used to be good uh, two years Davion ago. Clowney, Davion Clowney. They had Davion Clowney. He was never good. He was never good. Overrated. That was the worst take you ever no, had. No, 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 no. Overrated. Davion Davion Clowney was cold as shit. When? Two in years college, ago, he was cold. In college, whenever he knocked in college, my dude's helmet off. Set, got the no, first round no, kick. No, no, And then he no, was just no, a bad. No. He's been so bad. I think he got like seven. Did he get? He's never had like over four sacks in a season. He is bad. He's never been good. Never. I Never have I ever been a Davion Clowney fan. Never. That dude is poo. He sucks. He sucks. I'm uh, that That dude is not good. (laughs) I think we should end the podcast. That dude. We do not have no. But last year he sucked. Two years ago he was all right. Today be on Clowny four or five years ago, three years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago. Dude was cold as shit. Dude was cold. If he's out there healthy, I'm like I'm worried. I'm worried. But, hey, that's the dude that hurt Carson Wentz. Like, he rocked him. Like, dude, I – no. He might nah. be a big, strong Stop. man, but he is not Stop. a good football player. Stop. Stop. He's not cold, Zebo. He's, he yeah. he's not cold currently. You're saying he was never cold. Never. Never. You're, never. You're never. lying. Never. He you're was never lying. good. Maybe in college. Maybe in college. But maybe in maybe, college. Okay, so in college he got to be the first round pick, the first pick of the first round. And okay. I promise you, yeah. that's the highlight yeah. of his maybe, career. That's maybe, it. May, hey man, maybe he was good. Maybe he was good in college. He was just the number yeah. one overall pick. Maybe yeah. he was good. That's it. You don't get to be the college, number one it. pick and just be maybe good. He wasn't good in the NFL. <laughs> Look at the stats. I think he's on. I don't think he's ever had. I don't care if he hasn't had. He has, but four having having a bunch of sacks does not mean if you are a great defensive lineman or not. Are you telling how how good is DeForest Buckner? How many sacks did he have this year? All about sacks, but I am saying that it's about like pressures. Um, you know, tackles. You got to put up some type of statistics. He doesn't have any. Okay, I, I guarantee his tackles for loss are insane. I guarantee it is. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Get this land. We'll get this land. We'll talk for way too long about you. Yeah, you we'll come back to Jadavion later. But you, but you're 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 clearly you're clearly wrong. So I need you to, I need you not to do that again. I never, never Jadavion. All right, but uh, let's see. Wait, hold, so, hold up. Was was up? JJ Watt good? In his career? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Had I just had, I had to make sure. I had to make sure. Did what? He's way better than today. What'd you say? Like, by you say? far. Way better. Would you, you say he had a good Did year? what? Yeah, he had a good few years. Like, the man okay. was a really good player. Okay. Moving on to something that happened before the Super Bowl, we had the NFL Awards. Um, they kind of shook out basically how we expected. You know, Aaron Rodgers, MVP, um, Derrick Henry, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. There was some controversy. Uh, it was in between T.J. Watt and Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald ended up getting the nod. Do you think that they made the right choice? I mean, I think uh, I think Aaron Donald's better at football than him, and I think Aaron Donald had a really good year, and I think their team was better at defense, and I think that was like at least forty percent on him. So yeah, I would have I would have given it to Donald. I I know some of the stats might say, hey, maybe TJ should have got it. Maybe you know, could just TJ will be around. He'll he'll get some work. He'll get plenty of them. But I don't think you can say it's wrong to give the defensive player year to the best defensive player. Like clearly, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, also on that night they had the Hall of Fame. So. We had some guys go, go man. that we expected, like Peyton Manning. Yes, yes. Let's uh, do go. you want to give any words to the man who made you a Colts fan? I miss you. I miss you, man. But no, absolutely. Congratulations to the forehead king, the absolute <laughs> GOAT, best player of all time, the greatest player of all time, my favorite quarterback, the best quarterback, and just a hell of a career. And He's a great man. He's a great man. Well, I said tell talk about something, not tell lies, my friend. I mean, just I didn't. I didn't speak a single lie. Spewing. I didn't falsehood. speak a single lie. Hey, is Brady a Hall of Famer? Nope. Of course. Peyton Peyton what? Manning is. <laughs> Dude, Tom okay, Brady's not in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame. He beat him point. to the Hall of Fame. What are you gonna say about that? Huh? Whatever. Eli Manning beat him. Who has a bigger forehead? Who has a bigger forehead? This is true. We gotta get that to Peyton. Who gotta get that to Peyton? Who? Who couldn't control themselves walking around hammered? This dude couldn't even walk. Tom Brady couldn't walk two days ago. That dude was Gronk carrying him. But did you see? Did you see Tom Brady's throw of the the Lombardi Trophy? Yeah, immaculate. That was amazing. Cameron Brake. He said. That was the biggest catch of my career. Like that dude, <laughs> that was a snag. Tom Brady Could you imagine <laughs> if they missed it and it was at okay. the bottom of the ravina? So, so, so that's what I was listening to Patty show and really talk about it. A, I got plus plus three fifty odds on uh on Gronk jumping in the lake. If if that thing goes down there, Gronk is jumping and coming up with it a hundred percent. No Ooh. doubt. How heavy is the thing? Maybe it might slow. There might just like buoy That's on what, the water. Everyone was saying it's a, it's a pretty heavy trophy, but I don't know. It, I feel like I feel like it's not a. Uh, it's not very uh, buoyant. I love that word. Or that I might hit the ground, <laughs> be an anchor, buoyant, buoyancy. <laughs> it's all about the yeah. buoyancy. So Peyton Manning makes it in, of course. Charles Woodson. Um, and other players like past Hall of Famers, there was a controversial one, one that I did not see happening. 
Calvin Johnson making it in first ballot. Do we think that he deserves it? Do we think that this should have happened? Do we think this is a good thing that happened? I I was I was hyped it happened. I really was. This dude, I don't. I'm not gonna 100 say he's the best. Nah, he's the best receiver I've ever seen in their prime. I didn't. I didn't get to watch. I didn't get to watch Randy's whole prime. You know, I wasn't around for Jerry Rice really. So, but just like two year stretch. Four-year stretch, five-year stretch. It's got to be Megatron. And that dude was just so good. And he happened to be on Detroit. He happened to be in Detroit his whole career. Now, he had a quarterback, but that was it. And the dude had a Hall of Fame career. It it was cut short, but he had a Hall of Fame career. I don't care how long it lasts. You can say longevity. He was the best receiver Basically, every year he was in the league. So, I, yeah, I, I think I think he deserves it. And this is this is not a regular thing. First ballot Hall of Famers are almost never receivers, and this is just a weird thing. And I, I don't I don't get it. But especially a guy like him getting in first ballot is is an awesome. It's gonna it's gonna lead to some other guys getting in first ballot, which they should. I agree. I think that he should have gotten in. Well, based on the criteria and whatnot and how they usually do with receivers, maybe it is a little premature because guys like Michael Irvin didn't get in first ballot. Chris Carter didn't get in first ballot. We know why T.O. didn't get in first ballot. He didn't get in second ballot, which is just blatant disrespect. But either way, um, so we did not really expect him to get in first ballot this year. But the right. fact that he did, I think that's awesome. I think that he definitely deserves it, being that he did not leave that godforsaken place uh, that the franchise named the Detroit Lions. So uh, congratulations to him. Pretty much the best receiver I ever saw in their prom, yeah, him or Randy. But uh, definitely, I mean, he was he was a monster. Yeah. I, I will say he did make it over Reggie Wayne, which kind of makes me a little sad. And, you know, this is Reggie's second year in the thing. Could have gone in with Peyton Manning. But uh, Marvin Harrison was better than Reggie Wayne, and Marvin got in. So, I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to as well. I think Reggie will get in. It'll just take him a little longer. But this is – this is a unicorn. This is an actual unicorn. I mean, what was well, – how was he, like, six, seven? Like, this dude – this dude was basically a tight end. And he played receiver. And that's – you're seeing a lot of guys like him. But if if someone came out like him, he's playing tight end and he's not as good. This dude was played receiver and could run all the routes. He could do everything you need. And, like, the elite number one on a team. Like, he he was amazing to watch. So, yeah. Too bad he couldn't play for the Patriots with Tom Brady. I mean, uh the things that we could have done the things that we could have done together yeah but um that's uh that's the hall of fame did we want to hit anything uh basketball related oh i mean the lakers won again that's what we do mate last night how close were (laughs) y'all to losing to oklahoma city after losing to the detroit pistons 
dude, stop saying that. We lost the Detroit Pistons like three Y'all weeks lost ago, it in Detroit Chill. Pistons, bro. That was like three weeks ago. Don't, don't say care. after. <laughs> All, right. All right. After Tom Brady lost to Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, how did you feel going into this game? Like, dude, dude, come on. Um, dude, we're, we're coasting. It's, it's a joke. We're actually coasting. Like, it is the – we don't play anybody. Caruso, AD route. We still win. Like, it's just – it's too easy. But, no, on, on the real note, uh, the Jazz. we got to talk about the Jazz. Let's do They're 20 it. and 5. They're 20 and 5. Like Jordan Clarkson, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Gobert, Mike Conley, uh, Joe Ingles. They're eating. Like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. What, is, what is happening? I mean, they're solid-ass defense, of course, and then they finally have some scores. So, last year in the playoffs, they basically were leaning on Donovan Mitchell the entire time. And this that made for a great battle between him and Jamal Murray. I mean, they're trading 50-point games, for God's sakes, in the playoffs. Yep. That was an amazing yep. spectacle. But at the end of the day, you're going to need somebody to help you score. Bogdanovich was out. Um, he is a guy that can put up around like 16 points a game. Mike Conley didn't play up to what we expected him to play last year, but this year he's getting it in. I think he's averaging like 16 and six. Um, and then Jordan Clarkson, he's a guy who's going to come in and doesn't know what pass is. I mean, that dude just comes in. If the ball touches his hands, it's going up. Hey. He's shooting the ball. And if it's going in, that man is like a mini J.R. Smith. I mean, he 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 played with Kobe, so he he got he got that mob of mentality. He got it. <laughs> well, he but definitely yeah, does, but it's working out right now. It is no, but like that team, I uh, I I probably need to turn them on my TV a little more. Like I I've watched a lot of teams play, and the Jazz are not one of those teams I've uh, just sat down and been like, let me let me get a Utah Jazz game. But I will say, maybe it's because I bought that hat. I bought that Jazz hat, and then. Ever since, I mean, they they stopped the whole NBA with COVID, and then hey, they're they're leading the NBA in wins right now. So I don't know. Coincidence? Hey, shout out to the Jazz. Now, I did not, I definitely did not see them being this good so early. Um, hopefully, they can ride it out into the playoffs, get a higher seed, maybe play um, a team that isn't so challenging. I mean, in past years, they played. The Thunder, which they beat the Thunder whenever they had Paul George and um, and Russell Westbrook. And now I think they lost to Houston. They played, the, they played lost, the Rockets a couple times. Right, and lost to Houston, I believe, both times, and then lost to the Nuggets last year. So maybe they get a one or two seed. They'll play a team that isn't as difficult. But I think all the teams, like one through they're ten, not. whoever makes it into the playoffs, they're going to be a tough out besides, like, the Pelicans. I think if the Pelicans make it, if they make it, I think they blow it. Uh, I don't see them winning many games as far as how they've been playing now. But there's a road where they make the playoffs. Yeah, no, there is a uh, there is a potential. I don't know why I said that. There's potentially a way that the Utah Jazz are the number one seed, get a home playoff series, and lose first round to an eight seed. Like it, it it's possible. Like there are. The the West is like every you know every year it's the West is really deep. No, the West is actually really deep this year. And I mean you've got you've got teams like the Mavericks and the Suns 
And like these teams are probably going to be somewhere five to eight, five to nine. Like usually you got, you got at least one or two teams like, all right, that team actually couldn't beat the one seed. But if you have a team like the Jazz being the one seed, now I do think the Lakers will get the one seed. And I think the Clippers probably get the two seed and then maybe the Nuggets, the three seed. But the Jazz are going to be up there. They're going to be, they're going to be a top four or five seed. And yeah, it, it would be nice to see them have an, have an easier matchup, but there's not a real easy matchup. Like where, are the, like, where are the Trailblazers going to end up? I mean, if the Trailblazers are playing the Jazz in a series, who you got? Right. Um, if they, like, in this hypothetical, that would be tough because the thing is the Trailblazers don't play defense, but they can score a lot of points. Now, the Utah Jazz does have a good defense, but the Trailblazers score a lot of points just off of necessity. So that is a series that they could lose. I think if they played the Warriors, Steph can win you a series. That dude can get unbelievably hot, and he can get, win you a series. Get um, Steph so. Curry in the playoffs, please. I want <laughs> to see it. This well, dude will uh, go crazy. Facts, facts. Dude, oh, with okay. the NBA not having the second half of the schedule, I bet they do a little finagling like they did with the Pelicans last year. Get them folks an easy schedule. We do have to talk about Jokic. Jokic had, what do you have, 50, 51, something like that? Jokic had a crazy game. Then Steph Curry followed it up with, with an easy, even crazier game. And both teams lost last week. I don't know how. <laughs> they both just – those two players did not miss. And they still lost. So, I don't know. I think – there's there's been some there's been some good NBA on. I'm I'm excited because I think it's it's starting to get into where it actually really matters, and people are a lot a lot of teams are finally getting healthy, and less COVID going around. And I'm hyped for it. At least we, we need something to keep us going from that NFL season. Do you think that we're gonna see an All Star game? I we we will. I mean, they've already basically said they were, and then no one's happy about it, but. There's nothing really they can do at this point. I mean, the NBA players have spoke out, and it's basically they're like, we don't really care. So we're having an all-star game. <laughs> it, it's money. I mean, it, may, it makes sense to have an all-star game. I'm not saying they should have an all-star game. If, you know, all the NBA all-stars don't want to have an all-star game, then you probably shouldn't have an all-star game. But, it, like, money-wise, the NBA is losing a bunch of money, and go for it. Yeah, no, um, I'll be happy to see these guys play. It does suck that I guess that, well, being the situation, all the circumstances behind it, of course, with COVID and whatnot, not being able to have your family and fans there, that's basically what the All-Star break is for, is for guys to get some rest, is for guys to actually see and be with their family, their loved ones. It always falls on Valentine's Day. Um and then just have some fun, just not really taking anything seriously. But if they give them a break and maybe they can see their family, but they can't bring their family with them to all the all-star festivities. I mean, this is the time that we get to see the players interact with uh, their family and their teammates' families and just see a whole bunch of madness on the sidelines with guys right. reacting to dunks and crazy three-point contests. We won't be able to see that this year, being yeah. that things are the way that they are. So. But I, I will be happy to see uh, the game. I will be. Um, Newt, next week, 
we'll talk about who we have on each of our teams okay. for All Star. No. Who we think will make it? But um, is that is that all we got for this week? Hmm. I think so. I think I think that's it. Uh, any any uh any bets going tonight? Any any locks you wanna you wanna share with the people? Well, Philadelphia is playing Portland. Um, as I said, Portland has no defense. They have no answer for Embiid. Embiid is playing, I believe. I would bet on Philly easily. Um, other than that, stay away from the Rockets heat game because anything can happen in that game unless you nope. know some undercover nope. information. Stay away nope. from the game. <laughs> bet on bet on uh, Embiid, double-double, and the win. It's plus 110. And Miami Heat money line. Lock. Lock of the century. But if you say so. But yeah, that's all we have for you. This is episode 15 of the Gas Cast. Check us out on Twitter at GZCast. Check out our YouTube at the Gas Cast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, we out. Peace. We out.